Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Oh, baby! <laughs> what is up, Buffalo Fanatics? Z-Bot here with you. Live on the Buffalo Fanatics YouTube channel on a Monday night. It can only mean one thing. It is the smoke break. So good to have you in tonight. Just went out for some Indian food. Now I tamed myself. I was good. Love Indian food. I know there's plenty of people out there. I talk about it all the time. Not all the time. You ever say that where you're like, oh, I talk about that all the time. You really don't. But I'll bring up Indian food to people every now and then because it's one of those cuisines that nobody ever, they don't eat it. They don't try it. They've never tried it. They're afraid of it. It's one of my favorites, but I got to be careful. So Caroline's birthday is tomorrow. She loves Indian as much as I do. We just went out. She goes, man, you barely touched it. What's up? I go, babe, I got the show to do tonight. If I eat this whole thing, all you're going to see is the background here. I'm going to be disappeared. I'll leave the rest to your imagination. But I'm here feeling good, and I'm ready to get after it. Jim Graham coming in here saying he's enjoying the Mardi Gras in Alabama. Man, that sounds good. I don't even know what that means. Robbie coming in saying he hates the smell of curry. That's what I'm saying. It's a very acquired taste, smell. But James is coming in. He's saying Indian food rocks. So that's what I'm saying. You got, you got two ends of the spectrum there. I'm just saying if you haven't tried it, give it a rip. Maybe you don't know what you've been missing. So tonight, we got a real fun one tonight. I told you this last week, and this is going to, you know, this will be the way it goes throughout the offseason here. You, you got to get creative, right? When there's no football, creativity is key. I mean, obviously, I love coming on here after the games because, you know, that's what we love to talk about. We love talking about Bills football. But we're going to be doing that tonight in a bit of a different fashion because obviously, we don't have any. Games to talk about. The Super Bowl is in the rear view. The season's in the rear view. And the draft is, it's almost too far away to get into it. And you know me. I've, I've said this a million times on here. I, I don't get into it as deep as others do, right? Because I just don't, I, I, I don't know. I can't, my, my brain doesn't work that way, right? I get into it when the draft gets near, but like right now and everybody's throwing out their favorite high school prospects and all that. I just can't, I can't do it. But what I do like doing is things that are a bit different, right? We try to have some fun here. Of course, all we want to do on here is have fun. So if you're on Twitter, if you're on social media, which I'm sure the majority of you are, you saw going around primarily on Twitter. Uh, it was trending for a while. It was that the NFL is rigged. And I forgot when exactly it came out when, it, when that started happening. I think it was shortly after 
um, I think it was the Eagles. It was it was the it was the Eagles something. Eagles Washington, maybe you know, Eagles Giants. I think is when it was when there was that really bad non call, and everybody was like, "How do you not call or whatever?" Giants should have won or whatever. Who who cares? Anyway, that's what resulted in it. The NFL uh, is rigged. Started tr- trending on Twitter. NFL scripted, and then the players started getting in on it, and they were they were making jokes and whatever else. And then there was just all these memes that were priceless. There was one meme uh, of Tom Brady sitting in, uh, I think he was sitting in a press room and he's like looking off into the distance smiling. And I think it said uh, Tom Brady looking at Matt Ryan when he walks in for the Super Bowl script. Just hilarious, hilarious. But then I got to think and I'm like, you know what, man, Even think about it. What, if, if the NFL was written like a movie, Whoever the hell is in charge of writing the Bills role needs to be fired. And how they have maintained their job over the last several decades is beyond me. They basically hired this guy and they said, hey, your job is to write the script for the Bills within our overall screenplay here. We just need you at the end of every season to make sure that the fans leave. They they, they leave the production feeling like their heart just got ripped out and got thrown into an incinerator, right? So I'm thinking to myself, man, you know, whoever's writing, whoever's writing the bills, they're terrible. Who's ever writing the chiefs, they're winning Oscars, right? And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, you know what? Why don't we use the modern day technology and why don't we rewrite the past and why don't we script in our favor? The future. So to recap once again, the NFL is scripted. The NFL scripted. That was trending on Twitter, this whole thing. And it got me, it got the wheels turning up here a little bit. I'm thinking, I'm like, man, you know what? Like, if that was the case, the Bills have gotten absolutely shafted on these scripts, right? Then the new thing all of a sudden recently, and this is, if you haven't heard of this, I don't know how you haven't. It's everywhere. The chat GPT. Now, what ChatGPT is, and this is what we're going to be doing tonight, but I'll give you a brief background here. The ChatGPT, it's artificial intelligence. Okay, this is the website. And I'm sure you've heard about it. Maybe not this specific platform, but in a sense, it's AI. And it's it's unbelievable. You, you type in something, uh, literally anything. Of course, it's not working right now. Hold on one second. Where are we here? There we go. Okay, so here it is. So the, you got this, you got this like text box down here, kind of like you would on Google or whatever. And you type it, you type in literally anything, and this thing will do it. So, like, for example, just to give you an example as to what this thing does and how we're gonna use it tonight. Say you're applying for a, a job. Say, I don't know, to, uh, tomorrow you're gonna get up and you're gonna apply for a new job. Right. And the job is a sales job. Okay. So we're, you know, we're on LinkedIn. Okay. Applying for a sales job. And then, of course, this is the worst. You get to an application and the job requires a cover letter. And you're like, I don't want to write a full cover letter. The odds of them even reading this thing are like 0%. The odds of them actually reading this cover letter are non existent. I don't want to put in all this time. I want to apply for the job. 
Well, I don't want to put in all this time to write a cover letter nobody's going to read. In comes Chat GPT. So watch this. I'm just going to tell this thing, write me a cover letter for a sales job. You do that, and then look at this. Look at this thing. It's going off. Dear hiring manager, I am excited to apply for the sales position at blank company. As a motivated and results-driven individual, it already knows it already knows me too well. Years of experience in sales. Don't have that, but let's go with it. I am confident that my skills and experience, I mean, this is unbelievable. Look at this thing. I'm just sitting here, right? And this thing is just popping off. It's incredible. So I was messing around with this the other day, just doing random stuff on it. Because you can type in anything. And it's funny. It kind of reminds me like when I lived in New York City. Everybody's always like, oh, there's so much to do when you're in New York City. And I'm like, yeah, that's the problem. There's so much to do that you end up doing like nothing because you can never decide what to do. Million restaurants, million events. And it winds up just getting to the point where you're like, I'm overwhelmed. I'm not going to do anything. So I'm on here trying. You could do the world's at your fingertips at this point. You basically got a robot inside your computer that's going to be able to do anything you want. Right. And I'm sitting here. I'm thinking like, what's a good way to use this? And then it blended together. And I was like, okay, off season, looking for something fun to do on the show, NFL scripted, chat GPT, let's blend them all together and let's put in some scenarios here into this artificial intelligent platform and see what it spews out for us. Now, I tried this earlier with one, just one random example, and it was awesome. This thing wrote an entire detailed script about exactly what I put in. And it had all the little, like little intricacies and whatever. I couldn't believe it. And I'm like, man, this is awesome. So tonight we are going to rewrite the past and we're going to forge the future. And when I say forge the future, we're going to save that towards the later end of the show. We are going to type in all of the bills opponents and then we are going to ask ChatGPT to give us a prediction of the 2023 NFL season. But that's for later because that's completely unknown. What I want to start with is rewriting the known. And one of the first things I thought of, because I think that this is something I've been thinking about ever since Brady retired. I thought to myself, man, this is like the last of, the, my, of my generation that's just like gone. You know, like this is the last of the generation I grew up with. This is the last of the face of the NFL that I, you know, was raised on that's gone. And I'm like, what would it have been like as a Bills fan, as an NFL fan? What's it going to be like without Brady in the league? And what would it have been like if he was never in the league at all? And then I, and then I clicked. Let's just ask Chappy, Jet, Chat GPT. So tonight. We're going to do a variety of these. We're going to have some fun. I'm going to read them aloud. We're going to see what this thing spews out. And if you think of anything funny off the top of your head, or if you think of anything interesting that you want me to type in here, let it rip down in the chat section and I'll put it in and we'll see what it spits out. So we're going to do a bunch of bills ones. We can do whatever we want, but I thought the fun one to start off with would be write me a short story about an alternate reality where Tom Brady is never drafted as the quarterback 
of the New England Patriots. Before I do that, by the way, quick question to everybody out there. It, my, I have my internet plugged in, and, and I'm, this is, once again, like, how is this even a thing? But I have my internet, I have my computer plugged in to the, uh, the modem, okay? And I'm looking at my speed test right now, and it's saying I got like a, an, an 800 megabit download speed, but the, the upload speed says it's terrible. And I got the little internet connection thing in the top left. So am I, am I lagging? Let me know. Because th this is just absolutely pissing me the hell off like you wouldn't believe. I can't catch a damn break. How is the download speed like 600 megabits or whatever, and the upload speed can barely even, it can barely get off the ground? Now it's telling me my server's in Washington. The hell does that even mean? What the hell does that even mean? Let me know down in the comments. I'm waiting to see what... Uh, all right, Randall says you're lagging, but not horribly. I shouldn't be lagging at all. I mean, this is horse shit. David says I'm pausing a lot. All right, hold on. Let me let me mess with this real quick. This is ridiculous. Plugged it in. I got I got like a I got like a, a hundred foot Ethernet cable that's running through my whole place here. I know the, the audio is always fine. The audio is always fine. That's what I don't get. Check this out. I'll show you. You're probably like, oh, look, look, thank, thanks, Bob. I'm really enjoying the uh, really enjoying the internet speed conversation again. But look at this. Just, just to show you what I'm dealing with here. So I got the thing up here, right? Look at this. Look at this. Running it again. Look at this thing. This thing is absolutely on fire. I mean, this thing right now could download. Uh, this, this thing could download the entire dictionary in like 30 seconds the way this thing is going. How is this possible right here? How? I mean, this is bullshit. Bullshit. Whatever. We're plugging on. I'm over it. I just don't know what else I can do. I really don't know what else I... I, I just don't... I mean, the, the thing, you can see the internet. It's on... It's on fire. Dave's asking if me and Rico have the same internet provider. I should have better internet than Rico. I'm in America, okay? He's in Canada. I didn't even think they had internet up there until I met Rico, right? I'm down near the city, New York City. I mean, this shouldn't even be a problem. I don't get it. All right, whatever. Sorry for my, sorry for my uh, constant complaining. Let's get into this. Before we do though, let me. I'm just gonna switch back to the Wi-Fi, I guess, and and see if that helps. Apologies, everyone. I mean, I honest to God, I just don't know what else. I don't know what, what else can I do. What else can I do? I'm gonna make it inactive. back it still says it's, it still says it's dog shit <sighs> yeah no kidding dave connecticut canada it's the same it's the same thing i guess i mean i might as well i might as well be in the middle of the uh i might as well be in the middle of the damn ocean 
All right, whatever. Let's get into it. We're about to find out what the NFL would have been like if that mother effer Tom Brady never came in the league and never had to torment us for the last uh, 20 years up until he just hung it up here. All right, here we go. So I got to retype it. Okay. Write me a short story about an alternate reality. Can you imagine this? Tom Brady was never drafted by the New England Patriots. I got to say quarterback, I think. The more specific you are with it, the better it works. All right, let's let it rip. Let's see what happens. All right, here we go. It's typing. Give yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll let it. We'll let it. Uh, we'll let it rip here for a few seconds before we dive into it. Look at this thing, man. Unbelievable. I'm telling you, man. We're all going to be out of a job in like two years. None of us will have a job. Like, you imagine this? Why would, how could, like, like, any job that requires you to to write, like, or do, like, Excel or whatever, or, I mean, think about it. Even, even, like, writing for a magazine or something. Why, like, why pay somebody, like, 80 grand a year to do that when you just go on here? It's insane. All right, here we go. This is the story. About the NFL, if Tom Brady were to have never been drafted as the quarterback of the New England Patriots. <clears throat> and in all reality, the New England Patriots made a fateful decision in the 2000 NFL draft. As they pondered their options, they ultimately decided to pass on a young quarterback named Tom Brady. Without Brady as their quarterback, the Patriots struggled for years. They tried to find a franchise quarterback through the draft in free agency, but they were never able to find anyone who could lead them to the same level of success that Brady did in the original timeline. Oh my God. Meanwhile, Brady bounced around from team to team in his early years, never finding a perfect fit. He showed flashes of brilliance, but he never quite reached potential he was always one step away from greatness but he could never quite get there as the years went on Brady began to feel the weight of his missed opportunity with the Patriots he wondered what could have been if he had been given the chance to lead the team to glory he watched as the Patriots won Super Bowl oh wait a minute the Patriots are still dominating well that's bullshit He watched as the Patriots won Super Bowl after Super Bowl with a quarterback who was not him, and he couldn't help but feel a sense of regret. It wasn't his choice. Eventually, Brady found his way back to New England, but it was too late. The team had moved on, and they had found a new star quarterback who was leading them to even greater heights. I'm starting to think the Brady timeline isn't looking all that bad in real life. I mean, I thought this was I thought this was gonna give us something that was that was positive for a Bills fan. This sounds like it's even worse. 
Brady was left to wonder what could have been as he watched his former team dominate the league without him. Yeah, but it wasn't his former team. In this alternate reality, the NFL landscape was drastically different. The Patriots, all right, this thing is confusing itself. Uh, Maybe our jobs are safe here. Because up here, it's telling me he watched the Patriots win Super Bowl after Super Bowl. And now down here, it's telling me the Patriots were never the dominant force they were in the original timeline. And Brady's legacy was forever altered. He was a talented quarterback who never quite lived up to his potential. And his story was one of missed opportunities and unfulfilled potential. I'm a bit confused here. It sounds like the Patriots still were damn good. Maybe they weren't as good as they were with Brady in actual reality. But it looks like the alternate reality, Brady was essentially Ryan Fitzpatrick, but way less cool. That's what it's sounding like. Now, see, this is where it gets cool. So you can build on it, right? So you can build on this. But now, let's say, how did this alternate reality affect the Buffalo Bills franchise? Oh, look at this, dude. This is so freaking, look at this. You know, it's so funny. All the movies we'll probably go and see, like, for the rest of our lives. Nobody, nobody's not writing these anymore. There's not going to be any more, like, Scorsese or Tarantino. It's just going to be somebody like me, some idiot like me, thinking of the most random shit, typing it into this, and then this is what we're going to go and see. It's probably already happening. It's probably already happening. Look at this. It's got a whole ass story. Oh my God. I think I just saw the word Super Bowl. I'm I'm getting a little excited. It's taking its time. Okay, here we go. We got the full story. So that we just got the story about what the NFL was like without Brady. And now we ask, okay, so Brady's not with the Patriots. How does that affect the Bills in this alternate timeline? And here's what we got. In this alternate reality where Tom Brady was never drafted by the New England Patriots the Buffalo Bills had a slightly different path than in the original timeline. Well, let's see what their definition of slightly is. With the Patriots struggling to find a franchise quarterback, the Bills became the dominant team in the AFC East. They won the divisional title several times, and they made deep playoff runs. With their stout defense and efficient offense, the Bills became one of the most feared teams in the league. Oh, I always knew it. I always knew it was Brady's fault. The Bills' success also had an impact on the rest of the NFL. With the Patriots no longer dominating the league, other teams had a chance to win championships. The Bills' success inspired other teams to focus on building strong defenses and efficient offenses leading to a more balanced and competitive NFL. Are you hearing this? Are you hearing what this thing came up with? So what this thing is, is telling us essentially is if Brady never goes to the Patriots, okay, not only are the bills a dominant force in the league, but it alters the NFL in such a dramatic fashion that defense winds up being the focal point of every team. And the offense takes kind of a backseat to where efficiency is key and it's not predicated on having an offense like the Chiefs or the Bills or, or whatever. 
That I did not see coming. Oh. But it's the same fate, folks. However, the Bills were never able to win a Super Bowl in this alternate reality. They always seem to come up short in the big games, and they never quite had the star to push them over the top. Wow. To quote a legend, Dave Matthews, every day things change, but basically they stay the same. Are you, are you kidding me? We have all this success. So essentially what's happening here, minus the star pushing them over the top, essentially what was happening with the Bills in this alternate reality without Brady is they were about the same team as they are right now, just without Josh Allen. So they were a team that was winning games, but never could win the big one, never could go the distance, and of course, never could get over the hump. Despite their success, they were always one or two key pieces away from winning it all, man. Is this thing scary or what? Like, that's like dead on. Man, that's weird. As for the Bills quarterback situation, they never found a true franchise quarterback to lead them to the Super Bowl. Well, that was the same in both timelines. They had some solid players, but they never had a player of Tom Brady's caliber. They they remained a defense-first team, relying on a strong rushing attack and a solid quarterback, or a solid quarterback play to win games. All right, so at least we had solid quarterback play. I mean, we didn't even we didn't even have that during the Brady reality. Solid. All we could have asked for during that time was solid. We we, we would have done anything for solid. We would have cut our left arm off for solid. Overall, the Bills had a successful run in this alternate reality. But they never quite achieved the same level of greatness that they did in the original timeline. They were a team that always had a chance to win. But they were never quite able to seal the deal. That is wild. So now I'm thinking, okay, so even in this reality, they still don't seal the deal, right? They still they still can't get over the hump. What if, before we get into going towards the future of the Bills, what if we take a look back in the past again? Because I'm wondering what this has to say about this. Okay. Give me, let's see. I think I think telling it a short story is the best way to do it. Give me a short story about an alternate reality where Buffalo Bills kicker Scott Norwood makes a game-winning field goal against the New York. Damn it, the New York Giants in the Super Bowl. What was that? That was 92, right? It was 1992, right? Let's see. I, I always, because the, the four years always screw me up. I always forget it, like, because it was back to back to back to back. Uh, da, 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 da. Nope, that 92 is uh, against the Skins. 91 then, right? Yep, 91. All right, so I want, I want to put that in there just so it knows. Okay, field goal against the New York Giants in the 
1991 Super Bowl. Okay. Here comes the story of going back in time and Scott Norwood's kick leans to the left and goes through the wickets. What does it got? I love how like it'll pause at times. So it's like kind of like it's like it's kind of like it's thinking, you know. I'm seeing, by the way, I'm seeing it come up with that. If you guys got any ideas, by the way, just shoot them in here. Cause I'm thinking of a million things off the top of my, I came into this, like came in tonight. Like I'm like, All right, I'm, we're just going to go whatever comes to mind. Cause I didn't want to like cheat it beforehand and like have an idea of what it was going to say. I tried one thing non-related earlier just to see if it would work. And it did, but I see somebody in here mentioned the draft. I wonder if I type in, like, I wonder if I can have this thing completely re-alter the draft. <laughs> Dave comes in, he goes, ask it when Leslie Frazier will change his defense. Here's the better question, Dave. Why don't we have something like this coach the defense? There's nobody smarter than this thing. Seriously. Why don't we type in, you know what? When we're done reading this, I'm going to see that I am going to see if this thing can scheme up a defense. See, now we're cooking with gas here. See, now we got the juices flowing. We're going to read this story about the alternate reality where Scott Norwood makes the field goal against the Giants, and then we're going to have this scheme of defense up. All right. <clears throat> alternate reality. The Buffalo Bills had a different fate in the 1991 Super Bowl against the New York Giants. As the game entered its final moments, the Bills found themselves trailing by two points. With only a few seconds left on the clock, the Bills had the ball on the Giants' 29-yard line, and they had one final chance to win the game. As the offense lined up for the last play of the game, the entire stadium held its breath, knowing that the outcome of the game was on the line. Quarter Jim Kelly took the snap and dropped back to pass, looking for an open receiver in the end zone. But the Giants' defense had anticipated the play, and they swarmed the Bills' receivers, leaving Kelly with no options downfield. Wait a minute. We're not even lining up for the kick? <laughs> with time run out, Kelly made a desperate heave towards the end zone, hoping for a – I mean, dude, this thing even hates the Bills. This I was, I was thinking we go on this thing, and this thing is going to give us what we want to hear. This is even worse. The Bills don't even get a chance to kick here. With time running out, Kelly made a desperate heave towards the end zone, hoping for a miracle. But the pass was batted down by a Giants defender, and the Bills' hopes of winning the Super Bowl seemed to be over. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Whoa, wait a minute. There's a but. But then, something amazing happened. The officials on the field. Oh, my God. No way. Come on. No way. The officials on the field. It's like, it's like, it's like Eagles cheating over again. The officials on the field ruled that the giants had interfered with the bills receiver, giving the bills one more play from the giants 47 yard line. Okay. So how the hell, how did they get, how did they back up from the 29 to the 47? They just lost 18 yards, whatever. Another play. With only a few seconds left on the clock, the Bills brought out their kicker Scott Norwood. Dude, that's like a six, that's like a 65 yarder. 
They got Scotty Norwood lining up for, from a, for a kick from the parking lot. With only a few seconds left on the clock, the Bills brought out their kicker, Scott Norwood, to attempt a game-winning field goal. Norwood had missed a similar kick earlier in the game. Man, they were just sending him out there to kick from the opposite end zone the whole game. No wonder they were trailing. But he was determined to make this one count. Well, you'd hope so. As Norwood lined up for the the kick, the entire stadium held its breath once again. The snap was clean. The hold was good. And Norwood's foot struck the ball with perfect form. The ball sailed through the air, splitting the uprights as time expired, giving the Bills a thrilling 23-22 victory over the Giants. The stadium erupted in celebration as Norwood was mobbed by his teammates. And the Bills fans went wild with joy. The team had finally won the Super Bowl and the city of Buffalo had its first championship in decades. And oh, look at this. In this alternate reality, Norwood became a hero in Buffalo, celebrated for his clutch performance in the biggest game of his life. The Bills went on to win several more Super Bowls in the following years. Get the hell out of here. Cementing their legacy as one of the greatest dynasties in NFL history. Are you shitting me? You imagine, imagine this. Okay. They're out of field. This, 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 this is hilarious how little sense this makes. Okay. The Bills are at the 29. And they don't go for the field goal. They're down two. So a field goal wins it at the 29. Instead, they trot Kelly out there for a, for a Hail Mary from the 29. No dice. Pass interference. Somehow that equates to the Bills getting backed up 18 yards, essentially to midfield. Okay. Now Marv Levy's like, fuck it. We're going to kick it. We're going to kick it now. We're going to just let it rip with Norwood's leg. If anybody can do it, it's Scotty. It's like 65 yards. And I know we didn't trust you from 20 from the 29. So we're just going to let it rip from the 47. And Scotty Norwood absolutely bombs this kick. 65 yarder would have been good from 90. And what does that lead to? Oh, nothing. Just Scott Norwood being considered one of the, one of those clutch NFL players in the history of the sport. And the bills go on to be one of the greatest dynasties in the history of the league. That's all. It's funny because all of the absurdities that have happened to the Bills throughout the years that have gone the wrong way, this almost makes sense in the opposite fashion, where it's like none of it, it's all so insane that it doesn't make sense unless it actually happened. Kind of when when you look back for the like at the Bills and all the things that went wrong in the worst way, it's kind of hard to believe any of that happened unless you lived through it. So essentially, this is just like the complete, this is like just the opposite. It's like the opposite spectrum of it. That is wild. All right. So let's go back to who mentioned it in here. Was it Dave? Freaking hilarious. It was, I think it was Dave, right? Dave, you mentioned, you mentioned, you mentioned, if you told me to ask this thing, you told me to ask chat GPT uh, when Leslie Frazier is going to figure out how to coach the defense. Um, now, I don't know if it's capable of doing that, but what I am interested in is is I'm interested to see if this thing can come up with a, a, a defense. 
So, okay, let's see. Scheme me up a defensive... Is that the right way to say that? I'm trying to think of the best way to word this. How about this? Create a defensive scheme for professional football. I don't know what's the best way. I don't know if that's the best way to do it. What do you guys think? Because I don't want it to spew out some BS. I want it to be. I want it to actually give me what we're looking for here. All right. How about this? How about this? Create a playbook for American. Create a defensive. Playbook for American football. Let's see what that does. What the hell is this? As an AI language model, it's important to note that creating a defensive playbook for American football is a complex task. You're a computer. That requires a deep understanding of the game, strategy, and tactics. Oh, this is BS. This is just telling me all the positions. All right, Frazier, Frazier lives to see another day. Because I, I, think, I think Leslie Frazier is plenty capable of being able to name the, the, the positions on the field. Come on, Chat GPT. I had way more, I had way more confidence in your ability to do this. Oh, this is horseshit. A defensive, a defensive playbook should be tailored to the strengths and weaknesses of each team. Yeah, no kidding. Thank you. It's giving us a little bit, though. We're getting some blitzes. All right. This one seems a little bit more... Uh, let's try this with Dave here. Let's try, let's try it from a different standpoint. Okay. How running offense in the most productive action with Josh Allen quarterback. See if we can give D Dorsey a little help here. All right, Chad GBD knows it's tough. Josh Allen, starting quarterback of the Bills. He's one of the most talented and dynamic quarterbacks in the league. Absolutely. Okay, here we go. This is working a little bit better here. This is working a little bit better here. Chad GPT right now, it's laying out. Okay, okay. You seeing this? Right now, as we speak, we're watching it unfold. We are watching. Chat GPT. The artificial intelligence. Spew out the most efficient way to utilize Josh Allen. And I'm seeing things popping up that, honest to God, make way too much sense if they were implemented properly. I'm sure you're seeing these 
things next to the number. This is hilarious. Let's just, let's get into it. Let's get into this. Okay. This is freaking awesome. Okay. So I, I, I asked it, asked it, <clears throat> how to run an offense in the most productive fashion with Josh Allen as quarterback. Okay. Josh Allen, the starting quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, is one of the most talented and dynamic quarterbacks in the NFL. With his strong arm, athletic ability, and competitive spirit, Allen has the potential to be a game changer for any offense. Here are some tips for running an offense with Josh Allen as quarterback in the most productive productive fashion. Could you imagine, like, just, this is just something I thought of that's hilarious. You imagine you're, like, wandering the halls of one Bills drive, and you, like, you lean into Dorsey's office, you knock on the, the door, and he's like, oh, oh, I wasn't expecting anybody. He hits the lock button, and you're like, oh, we're going to go grab some coffee. You want to come with? And uh, and he's like, yeah, yeah, let me hit the bathroom real quick. And you walk in, and you uh, unlock his computer, and you see this. <laughs> All right, so this is what it came up with. This is what it came up with. Here are the eight, here are the six, here are the six tips for how to run in with Josh Allen in the most productive fashion, okay? Number one, emphasize his strengths. Allen has a strong arm and is capable of making throws that few other quarterbacks can. Use this to your advantage by designing a scheme that allows him to make plays down the field. This can include vertical routes, deep play action passes, and other long developing plays. I love it. Problem is, I think we dialed up a little bit. I think we dialed up a little bit too much. Like we remember the third down against the Bengals, like third and two. We drop an all four vertical to Gabe Davis for no reason. I see what you're saying, Chad GPT, and no doubt we want to incorporate it. But we got to do it the right way. Of course, but obviously that's, 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 that's key with Josh Allen. Of course, we want to push the ball down the field, but right now, right here, number two, this one, of course, everybody knows this incorporate his mobility. Allen is also a talented runner. It's amazing how this, how does this thing know this? How does it know this? Allen is also a talented runner and has the ability to escape pressure and make plays with his legs, incorporate design runs and read option plays in the offense to take advantage of Allen's, take advantage of Allen's mobility. They never run any option plays. Never. Could be onto something here. It's I think when you when you get down to it too with the mobility, it's like it's like they utilize it as a it's, it's almost like a it's like a last it's like a last ditch effort. Like I, I go back to the Miami game where Allen was just running all over the field, but they didn't they didn't start utilizing it until the game was on was on uh, the ropes. Remember, I mean, they let him just take over in the fourth quarter you saw how productive it was. It's just that like they, they, I thought they would do more of it in the Bengals game. They didn't. It just seems like there could be much more creativity there to be able to scheme up Allen, to be able to run the ball. And I think in order to unlock that creativity, we might need to allow artificial intelligence to start calling the plays. Number three, <laughs> what do you know? Provide protection. While Allen's mobility is an asset, it's also important to protect him from taking unnecessary hits. Man, this thing is a genius. Make sure the offensive line is strong and provides good pass protection. If only Chad GPT could draft the line for us, right? If only Chad GPT could uh, could could adjust the personnel in order to uh, to do said protection. Use quick passes, screen. Well, you don't say. You don't say. What have we been pounding the table for? 
use quick passes, screens, and other short routes to get the ball out of Allen's hands quickly and avoid sacks. What have we not been doing? There's no middle game. There's hardly any utilization of throwing the ball out of the backfield to the running back. Right? I'm loving that. That's something we all know. And even the computer knows it. Mix up the play calling. I'm telling you right now. Are we not witnessing? Are we not witnessing everything we need here? A successful offense with Josh Allen should be versatile and unpredictable. Use a mix of run and pass plays and incorporate different formations and personnel groupings. This will keep the defense off balance and allow Allen to make the most of his skills. Love it. Chat, chat GPT saying what we're all thinking. We need more creativity. That's what I was just saying a couple of seconds ago. We need more creativity. Chat GPT saying, hey, mix it up a little bit. You got the damn guy in the backfield, one of the best. Mix it up. Take calculated risk at number five. Allen has a fearless mentality. How does it know this? And is not afraid to take risks. We know that. While, it is, while it's important to be smart with the football, taking calculated risks can pay off in big ways. Design plays that allow Allen to take shots down the field and trust him to make the right decisions. Okay. The problem is, is that sometimes you got to think, and well, we know this, right? The risks are always, it's always risk reward with Josh Allen. Sometimes they're not as calculated as others. But I would say that we do a decent amount. We do a decent job of that. I think Dorsey puts a lot of trust in Allen to make the right decision. Of course, he doesn't do it all the time. Nobody does. But I would say the Bills do, they do take risks, sometimes unnecessary risks. I don't think that that necessarily is an issue. But of course, something you want to do. And now, to round it out, utilize playmakers. The Bills have several talented playmakers, eh. including wide receiver Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley, as well as tight end Dawson Knox. Now, one thing I forgot to mention, this thing is like it, it knows everything up till 2021, and then it's like memory kind of fades out after that. So it knows everything up to the year 2021, then it kind of dies out after that. It's not all the way updated. So it's still got Cole Beasley as an all-pro here. But hey, but basically could still be on the roster. Who knows? Use these players in creative ways to keep the defense guessing and take advantage of their skills. I mean, basically what he's saying is exactly what we all, we all wanted anyways. I mean, I was, I was saying this last week after the Super Bowl. You know, Andy Reid schemed up the exact same play just on the opposite side of the field. And I, I, I was listening to pro football talk the other day. This was insane. I knew there was nobody close to Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony on those two touchdowns. Do you realize just how far away the actual nearest defender was? Peter King was on Pro Football Talk with Mike Florio. He was talking about this because he sat down with Andy Reid uh, to talk about the, the play that he coined as Corn Dog, what they called the play Corn Dog. And Peter King found uh, through Next Gen Stats that on the first touchdown, the nearest defender for the Eagles was over 11 yards away. And on the second touchdown, the nearest Eagle defender was over 13 yards away. That, I mean, I knew it looked like that, but you know how oftentimes you're like, oh, there wasn't a player within 50 miles of them. There quite literally was not a player within 50 miles of them. Twice. The same freaking play. Just, just, just completely, just 180. Unbelievable. 
Scroll back up here. I think I saw a super chat. We did, Bill Baisner. He says, please type in, write a bio for Z-Bot, a Buffalo Bills YouTube creator. All right. Why not? Imagine it just knows everything about me, like spits out my address, like my social security number, the whole thing. Okay. Write a bio for Z-Bot, a Buffalo Bills YouTube creator. So we got. Oh, you're damn right. Look at this thing. Whoa. It just gave me a, it just gave, just gave me an alternate identity. Are you seeing this? It renamed me Zach Brooks. Maybe that could be my stage name. Ladies and gentlemen, accepting his sixth Oscar of the night. Zachary Brooks. Wow, this thing's popping off. Oh my god. Oh, I'm, I'm this is all right. This is great. Okay, you ready? Great idea. See, we're just going nuts here. We're, we're, we're losing our mind. Bill Baisner, great idea. Let's let it rip. Let's see what Chat GPT thinks of your boy here. Ah. Zbot is a well-known YouTube creator who has gained a significant following among Buffalo Bills fans. His real name is Zachary Brooks, but he goes by the moniker Zbot on his channel. Zbot was born and raised in Buffalo, New York, and has been a diehard Bills fan for as long as he can remember. Zbot's love for the Bills led him to start his YouTube channel, which focuses on all things related to the team. He creates a variety of content, including game analysis, player profiles, news updates, and alternate reality chat GPT timelines. Zbot's videos are well-researched and informative, like you're watching right here, and his passionate commentary has helped him to build a strong following amongst Bills fans. Zbot's channel has grown rapidly. Apparently, we now have over 100,000 subscribers. Thank you guys so much. We just quadrupled in the last day. Last I checked, we were at a little over 25K. Look at that. Look at that. Ever since I, I switched my name to Zach Brooks, this channel has been absolutely soaring. Zbot is also an active member of the Bills community, attending games and events and interacting with fans both online and in person. This is like 75% accurate. I can't even lie. Now, this is where it's completely inaccurate, but I wish it was accurate. In addition to his work on YouTube, Zbot is also involved in various charitable uh, initiatives, including fundraising for local organizations that support underprivileged youth in Buffalo. Wow. The fake me is way better than the real me. The fake me, Zach Brooks, is a way better guy than I am. I got to be more like Zach Brooks. He is a dedicated member of the Bills Mafia. Chad GPD, look at that. He knows, knows the Bills Mafia. And is passionate about giving back to the community that, that has supported him throughout his career. Zbot's dedication to the Buffalo Bills and his love for the game of football are evident in everything he does. You're damn right, ChatGPT. He is a respected voice in the Bills community and has helped to bring fans together through his entertaining and informative content. That was like that was like 75% accurate. And I wish it was closer to like 90 because there's things in there that I really wish were real. Like if like if right now if I could confidently sit down here and say hey like we just thanks so much we just hit 100k on on Buffalo Fanatics oh by the way um 
got to cut the show a little early tonight because I got to go work down at the soup kitchen. And then after that, I got to go to the boys and girls club in Buffalo because I'm donating um, uh, $7.7 million to uh, the underprivileged youth in the 716. Um, and then, <laughs> and then, yeah. And then I, and then I gotta, yeah. You know, and then I gotta go to bed. I I can't lie. I, I, now this is the problem. See, this is what they say. They're like, oh, we're going to get to the point where alternate reality and like AI and, and virtual reality, it's going to get so awesome that we're never going to want to leave like our house or whatever. And, and this is why, I mean, this right here is why, well, why would I ever want to not be this guy? Why would I not want to be Zach Brooks? Why would I not want to be Zach Brooks, man? This guy's got everything. He's got it going on. The alternate timelines seem way better. I mean, we got no Brady. The Bills are out here winning titles on Scott Norwood's like 70-yard 70 70-yard 70 iron leg. I'm out here. I'm a philanthropist in Buffalo, just absolutely winning life in every facet, putting the putting the community of Buffalo on my shoulders. This is incredible. I mean, how does that even come up with that? You ask it to give it a I ask, give me a YouTube bio, and it's it's got me. It's got me like the head of the youth center in Buffalo. Weird. All right. This is one of the things I really wanted to do with this is I wanted to, uh, wanted, I wanted to like give me a prediction about this coming season. I thought that would be fun. So like we're gonna give it the we're gonna give it the info. We're gonna tell it the opponents. Um we're gonna give it the hold on, I'm reading something. Sorry, my bad. What's Bill saying here? I don't want to crank your pride, but it's hilarious if you type write a Z-bot or write a bio for Z-bot Buffalo Bill's content creator in the form of a 70s classic rock song. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, they, they, inv this is the, this is the hilarious stuff about this. Like, if you Google, like, if you go after this, if you Google Chat GPT, I guarantee you, you're going to get like a thousand Facebook ads and stuff. Like, here's how to make $10 million this month using AI, you know? And ever since I like looked into this stuff, I get all these ads like, do seven out or do seven days of work in three hours with, with AI or, you know, here's how to be a billionaire by next month using AI. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm not doing any of that. I'm, I'm doing what Bill's doing. I'm saying, Hey, Chad GPT, write me a YouTube bio in the theme of a seventies rock song. That's what this stuff's for. Right. Like I'll never use this thing to be like the next Bill Gates, but I'll use this thing to do the dumbest shit you've ever you've ever thought of in your life, right? Uh, Jermaine says, "Type Bills win Super Bowl." Yeah, we're gonna get to that. We are going to have this thing spew us out a beautiful future Super Bowl win. We're gonna have this thing scripted for us. It's gonna be glorious. And I think the way I think there's certain like keywords you can do to really have it spruce up. We're gonna type in now. They make it. I don't know. What, what, what can we say? We could say. Uh, you can have it in the theme of something. You can have it in the theme of like make it make make me cry. You know, have it make me cry. You know, I want it to make me cry. Okay. 
All right, here we go. Write me a short story predicting the outcome of the 2023 season for the Buffalo Bills. There are, so we got to type in their opponents, right? Their opponents are the Broncos, Raiders, or I should say home opponents. Their home opponents are the Broncos, Raiders, Cowboys, Giants, Jaguars, Buccaneers, Jets, Patriots, Dolphins. Okay. They're... Their away opponents are the God. The schedule. I, some, I remember I talked about the schedule uh, not too long ago with, on here. I remember somebody was like, oh, "It's not that hard," and I'm like, "Man, this this does not seem like it doesn't. It seems harder than last year." Maybe I'm just maybe it's just recency bias. I don't know. But like the 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 away schedule is not easy at all. Okay, Patriots. And Dolphins. Okay, now we should probably add some some uh, well, I don't want to tell it to do it. I don't want it to say have us make the playoffs. Because I want it to I want it to predict, I want it to do that for us. I don't want to I don't want to lead it in one way or the other. We should probably say the Bills quarterback Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Josh Allen. I already knows that. I mean, this probably should be good. Right? Write me a short story predicting the outcome. Yeah, okay, this should be good. Let's do this. All right. Write me a short story predicting the outcome of the 2023 NFL season for the Buffalo Bills. Their opponents are the yada, 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 yada. Whoa, we're already off to a hot start here, gang. You seeing this? <laughs> Computer starts smoking. Dave, you're on fire tonight. Dave's killing me tonight. Rubsky's saying, uh, the NFL is 100% fixed. Those fanboys that are in denial are just a bunch of sheep. Yeah. I mean, honestly, though, how mad could you be? How mad could you really be if you found out that, like, all the big wigs in the NFL, this was what they were doing all day, like this? They were just like running these random generators. And then they were like, yep, sounds great. S- send it, send it to the presses, you know, like get it out there, get it in there. I will say Bill Mafia, have you uh, QS, he's coming saying uh, XFL is more script. They broadcast offensive and defensive plays on the air. The wet dream of Bell shit. I got to tell you, there's some aspects of the XFL that are freaking awesome. I mean, and, and they're awesome because you know that you'd love to see him in the NFL, but you also know that it would never happen. Like 
it would be awesome to have the mics, the mics on players and coaches, even though like, you know, it would never happen. And obviously, and it's an integrity of the game issue, but that's something that's awesome. Right. Like that's really cool. Uh, I do like the kickoff idea. I think it's way safer for the players. Uh, I like the, the uh, extra point situation where uh, would you line up from the 15 yard line? If you want to uh, go for, there's a, there's like an extra point situation there. That's, completely different um i also love the way that the broadcast incorporate the gambling into it i mean that that to me is the coolest part of it if you're if you watch the game on espn they literally put the live spread and the live over unders on the score bug i mean that's freaking awesome and then the commentators are talking about it and then as soon as a player scores a touchdown or whatever the uh sideline reporter will like instantly interview them so that stuff's cool and i think that's what makes it watchable is because you get all that different stuff you'd never get in the NFL. Um, and I think that's why they, I mean, they have to do stuff like that, right? You got, you got to entice us to watch. And I think it's cool. I mean, if it's football, I'm watching it, you know, I don't get super into it, but I, I definitely had it on the other day and it was kind of on in the background. I enjoyed it. All right. So here we go. I typed in here to have this bad boy predict the outcome of the coming season for the Buffalo Bills. Let's see what we got. And then, you know, what? you know, what? I'm going to save this. I'm going to save this. And we're going to revisit it a year from now and see how close this thing was. That'll be fun. Okay. Well, depending on how, what it comes out with, because if it's, if it's dog shit, then we should just forget it. Eh, no, either way. No, we gotta, we gotta be, we gotta be fair. Gotta be fair. All right, here we go, baby. The 2022 or excuse me, the 2023 NFL season for the Buffalo bills as told by artificial intelligence. Here we go. The 2023 NFL season was a season that Buffalo Bills fans will never forget. Whoa. All right. We've had plenty of those for all the wrong reasons. Is it going to be different this time around? After an off-season of roster moves, the team was stacked with talent on both sides of the ball, and fans were buzzing with excitement as the season got underway. Really? Okay, you see in this, looks like Bean's getting busy this offseason. Maybe more so than we could have imagined. Chat GPT saying, you thought last year's offseason was fun. Hold on, to your, hold on to your ass. The Bills started the season with a bang, winning their first two games against the Eagles and the Bengals. Now that's, now that's a start to the year, folks. How about it? 2-0 out of the gate, you beat the NFC representative of the Super Bowl, and you get your revenge on the Bengals, who absolutely shit on you in the divisional. Josh Allen looked like an MVP candidate, and the defense was dominating opponents. I'll tell you what, this artificial intelligence loves the Bills D. It loves the Bills D. It's all over it. It can't talk about it enough. Loves it. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Bit of a roadblock here. Unexpected one. In week three, the Bills traveled to Washington, D.C. to take on the newly rebranded Commanders. And things didn't go according to plan. Despite a late rally by the Bills, the Commanders held on for a 21-17 victory. Would that not be just absolutely classic? Bills come out. It was like this year. It was like this year. You know, Bills come out. Actually. That's so weird. 
That is the exact, that's literally the exact same thing that happened. Bills came out, played the NFC representative in the Super Bowl, beat their ass. They then went out and played the number one seed in the AFC, which is, you know, and I know the Bengals weren't, but it's kind of the same, beat their ass. And then you go into Miami, you know, you're thinking you're going to roll there, and you don't. Here, beat the hell out of the Eagles, beat the hell out of the Bengals. You roll into Washington, you think you're gonna you're gonna take a leak all over the Commanders. You're gonna bitch slap them all up and all up and down. 21-17 out. Which is funny because I'm almost positive that was like almost identical to the score that the Dolphins game was, too. The loss to the Commanders, okay. So they, they took some positives from it. The loss to the Commanders proved to be a wake-up call for the Bills, and they reeled off four straight victories, including dominant wins over the Chiefs and Chargers. Now we're talking. It's kind of like this year. Bills popped off. I mean, they they got that loss to the to the Dolphins. Ah, oh, what the hell is going on? Bounce rack, beat the Chiefs. Chargers is a game this year, by the way. I'm looking forward to. I mean, th- th- this is this is like the fun part of it now, like with Allen and then all these other guys. Especially this year, you'll see it. I mean. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have Allen versus Herbert. We're gonna have Allen versus Mahomes, obviously. Allen versus Burrow. Allen versus uh, Jalen Hurts. Um, and then depending on the different situations at quarterback, I mean, we're gonna have Allen versus Russell Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, whoever the Jets bring in, right? Whoever the Raiders bring in, it's gonna be fun from that aspect of things. Okay, so they go on a four game win streak after that. Uh-oh, here we go. What else is new? Just as fans were starting to dream of a Super Bowl, disaster struck. Yo. No, dude. No way this is what this came up with. You you got to be shitting me that this is what this came up with. I'm stunned right now. I, I mean, this thing, whoever programmed this thing, I mean, in week eight against the Patriots, Josh Allen went down with a season ending injury. I mean, you, you gotta be you gotta be dicking me right now. How is this with the how? Here I am thinking this is gonna this will be like this will be fun like it'll you know. I, I'm dumbfounded right now. I can't I cannot believe that that's the the route that this thing decided to go. Okay, so now I take it we got. I guess Case Keenum's in now. The backup quarterback who had been serviceable in limited action was thrust into the starting role and the Bills offense struggled to find its rhythm. Despite the setback, just a minor one. The Bills battled on, grinding out close victory. You see, even even in chaos, we still beat the Dolphins. Even without J.A., you know, Case Keenum will get it done. Glad to see that. Glad to see Chat GPT still takes a dump on the Dolphins. I like that. And the Cowboys to boot. All right. So with Case Keenan, we still bounce back. We get we get wins over the Dolphins and Cowboys. Not easy. Not easy. 
All right. In week 13, Bills host the Buccaneers in a must-win game. So sounds like it's really coming down to the wire here. We we, we got to win to get into the postseason, I'm guessing. And the defense came up big. Apparently, Tom Brady, he's he, he's back. Tom Brady said, "Screw it, uh, it's I'm not I'm not working for Fox, and um, I'm just I I can't I can't keep posting pictures of my underwear. I need to play football. So he's back with the Bucks. And guess what? We do it, baby. The Bills finally beat Tom Brady. Um." Well, no, because I would I would want to say Josh Allen finally beats Tom Brady and gets his one and only victory, which it would be over Tom Brady, but he's not in the game because Chad GPT has him on IR. I cannot believe that that, that is how, how this thing decided to to approach this. Either way, Bills beat the Bucks. Tom Brady led Bucks, mind you. Okay. So that was a must-win game. Keenum gets it done. Big defensive. Showing for the Bills, by the way, in that game. The Bills won two of their three games to finish the season with an 11-6 and six record. So apparently, we have now gone back to the 16-game format. Wait, nope, I'm bad at math. Wait, hold on. I'm so bad at math, man. I mean, how stupid am I? <laughs> here I am. Here I am, thinking the, here I am thinking the artificial intelligence did the math wrong. Still in the 17-game format. Bills finish 11 and six. I got to tell you, okay, with that schedule and Josh Allen season ending injury, it, I mean, I, I'm, 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 I'm cutting off my balls for 11 and six. And they make the playoffs. That is, that's amazing. But the absent of Josh Allen, never mind, whatever. Give me my balls back. The absent of Josh Allen. Proved to be too much to overcome. Oh, I mean, could you imagine a worse outcome? I love how it uses the word bounced here too. Like just a big old middle finger. Josh, the, the loss of Josh Allen proved to be too much to overcome. And the bills were bounced in the first round of the playoffs by the Raiders. I mean, dude, at that point, I mean, what am I getting up in the morning for at that point? Okay, Josh Allen didn't play the whole year. And now we got our hopes back up because somehow Case Keenum has just summoned the the, the strength of God and willed this team to 11-6. and six. And we're going against the Raiders. And you know going into this game, we have convinced ourselves at this point. We have convinced ourselves at this point that Case Keenum, he's a top 10 quarterback in this league, we have convinced ourselves that the Bills are still Super Bowl favorites with Keenum. You know it. We have completely bought into this, right? We, we are completely sold. We drank 10 liters of this Kool-Aid. I mean, I guarantee you that's where we'd be. We're going into this Raiders game with Keenum, and you would think we're going in there with prime Joe Montana and the 85 Bears on D. I mean, that's how you, you know it, right? You know it. And we lose to Josh freaking McDaniels and God knows who's playing quarterback. I mean, seriously, for all we know, it could be Jimmy Garoppolo probably will be. Oh, yeah. Well, what do you know? Despite the season ending and disappointment, Bill's fans remained optimistic. At least that's consistent. The team had shown that they could win without their star quarterbacks. That is the silver lining here though. That is silver lining. But who the hell cares? You get bounced by the Raiders in the playoffs. Who the hell cares? 
Well, I care a little bit. It is nice to know in the alternate reality, if Allen goes down, the season isn't over. It's just over in the playoffs of the damn Raiders. As they looked ahead to the 2024 season, fans knew that the Bills would be one of the favorites to win it all. Well, I got to tell you, I mean, that that was about as bad of an outcome as this thing could have spit out. I mean, truly. <laughs> Honest to God. I mean, if I, t- if I text, if I typed in there, give me the worst possible outcome. I, I love how it led off, by the way, by saying this is this is just like. I mean, this thing is I, I, I almost wonder if this is like dry, sarcastic humor. It led off with. The 2023 NFL season was a season that Buffalo Bill fans will never forget. It's kind of like setting the stage. Like, oh, yeah, like we'll never forget this one. And and you you read like. A paragraph and a half down and Allen is, is he's done. I mean, this thing is truly an asshole. All right, can we finally have this thing spit us out? Actually, you know what I wanted to do real quick? Because we were talking about the... Uh, we are talking about the draft earlier. Before I, before I have this thing, before we round off tonight, do our final story, which is going to be the Bills' first ever Super Bowl victory, as told by AI. I do want to see if this thing is capable of redoing the NFL draft in 2018. I kind of want to see that. So obviously where we're at right now as Bills fans and where the Bills organization is at, it was was formed and it is now centered around the 2018 draft where Josh Allen was, of course, drafted. So let's, let's revisit. And let's have this damn thing, who clearly hates me, let's have this thing redraft the 2018 NFL draft. And I want to see if we don't do or don't get Josh Allen. And then if we don't, I kind of want to see how that affects the Bills. Okay. So, re... I'm just going to be like blunt with it. Redo the first round of the... 2018 NFL draft. Let's see how smart this thing is. It literally goes, sure. Wait. Wait. (laughs) This thing continued... Oh my God. Are you seeing this? First of all, first of all, wow, right here. Okay. Imagine that. But Mahomes was drafted in 2017. So apparently, Mahomes, what did he go? Undrafted in 2017? Like, what happened here? What happened? Okay, I don't I don't know what's going on there. Josh Allen, the Bills don't even get the Bills don't even get a chance. The Bills don't even get a chance because he's taken fifth. 
He's taken fifth by the Broncos. So for starters, right off the bat, I don't know what's going on here, but Mahomes goes to the Browns in the same draft as Allen. Weird. I get it. But that is hilarious because, I mean, there wouldn't be a Browns fan on the planet that would not shave their head bald and then knock every one of their own teeth out to have that be reality. So that's hilarious. Saquon actually stays in the, he's, he's a jet. He stays a jet or a giant. This is hilarious in so many ways. Baker goes to the jets. That would have been so perfect. I can't even begin to explain how perfect that would have been. He would have been the most perfect fit in the worst way possible for the New York jets. And I would have loved every second of it. That would have been awesome. Josh Allen goes to the Broncos. Wow. Imagine how different thing would, things would be, not just for us, but for the Broncos, who just had to absolutely shell out a, a, a King's ransom for Russell Wilson just to have him have the worst year of his career. And then they completely flip it again and go out and get Sean Payton to try and, and uh, you know, almost double down the investment to get it to work. They have Josh Allen now. But as you see, if you look down a bit farther, Lamar Jackson does not fall to 32 for the Baltimore Ravens, but instead, instead, Josh Allen is not a, he's a Bronco Lamar Jackson to the bills at 12. That is wild. So it still has the bills going QB, but they get Allen. So who does the Ravens, the Ravens end up with Sam Darnold. Wow. That's amazing. And this thing has that this thing has Sam Darnold fallen super far. I think it's I think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious how it's got Mahomes in this draft though. Wow. So you got you got Darnold falling all the way down to 25. Wow, imagine a that is a weird thought. That's a weird thought. Can you imagine Lamar Jackson in a Bills jersey? I never really even thought about that. I got to tell you, though, it makes me it makes me quite literally sick to my stomach to imagine Josh Allen in a Broncos jersey. I mean, that actually makes me ill. Imagine the Browns were the Chiefs, though, now. Imagine the Browns were like the Chiefs right now, like in the midst of a dynasty. That, I mean... I wonder. I can't even imagine that. That would be. I, I, it's so weird. You get so used to this. I can't imagine. Like, I know I see it in here. Uh, Jason N saying Lamar might go to Atlanta. I mean, that's true. He might. I mean, Lamar could very easily move at some point. I mean, if, if there's a team that's willing to step up and give him that guaranteed contract that he has been pounding the table for. Um, I mean, he could move. I mean, obviously the Ravens want to keep him, but they have pretty much made it clear they're not going to pay that guaranteed contract that he wants. And uh, Atlanta has been one of those teams that's been circulating. Um, but it's weird. I, it's tough to imagine Lamar anywhere other than Baltimore. He just seems like such a perfect fit. And then, you know, of course, that offense has been curated around him. And that's the way it has to be anywhere he goes. I just, I mean, it would be, it's a weird thought. It's a weird, weird, weird thought. I'm shocked. Though. I thought this would have had us taking like some random, like no, like no need type person, but 
I know. Yeah, Mike's like Chat GPT is on some sort of drugs. Yeah, I know. I mean, we got we got uh we got Mahomes in this draft. We got we got Darnold. Hey, you know what? I will tell you what though, it was right on Darnold. They knew Darnold wasn't gonna be anything. Faded all the way down. But look at that. Look at the Ravens still end up with Mark ja uh, Mark Andrews. That's funny. This thing is so, I mean, this is like this, like, it's, it's like, it's kind of almost like you have like a genie and you know, you got a genie and you're like, oh, you get three wishes and like, you just wish for the stupidest shit. Like this thing could probably solve a million of, of the world's biggest problems. And this is how we're using it. All right. We're near almost an hour and a half. So in order to cap off this show, of course, we have to end it with the story that I initially had thought of when I thought about diving into this thing and seeing what the hell it would come up with. Now I was never anticipating half the shit I read tonight and I got it. I can't lie to you. Some of it had me just stunned at the knowledge of this thing. Some of it had me honestly kind of pissed. It almost seems like it's trying to piss me off, which it, it might be. I don't know. And then other things were just dead on. You're just downright hilarious. And truly you could play with this thing forever, but I want to know. I want to know what what if 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 the story were to unfold in you know the most amazing way, which of course it will, whenever this happens for us, whenever the Bills win it all. I want to know. I want to see that in writing. I want to see what this thing inside of my computer right now. I want to see what this thing thinks of when they think of the ultimate achievement for our Buffalo Bills. I want to see how this thing lays it out for us. Because I got a feeling I got a feeling that it's going to it's going to be one for the books. Cuz it seems like it knows everything. It thinks it seems like it knows stuff. It knows the Bills haven't won anything, right? It knows the struggles. I wonder if that's going to be incorporated into this. Let's try to word this the best way we can. Okay. Write me a short story about Buffalo Bills winning their first ever Super Bowl. Um, Make the story exciting and also sad. Also, incor incorporate. Did I spell that wrong? Obviously, there's two. Okay. Also, incorporate how much this win meant to. Zbot, <laughs> YouTube creator. I'm gonna say this: a YouTube guy for the Buffalo Fanatics, whose voice sounds like he chain smokes Marlboro, Marlboro Reds. I want to make this as detailed as possible. I don't think I smell Marlboro right. It's a computer. It'll figure it out. 
Um, describe in detail the entire playoffs leading up to the Super Bowl. And then describe the Super Bowl game in detail. Also, name the MVP or wait, give also give me an MVP of the game. Okay. Then tell me. Tell me what happens to the city of Buffalo during the Super Bowl parade. Include drunk. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> wait a minute. Okay. Well, what do we got here so far? Write me a short story about the Buffalo Bills winning their first ever Super Bowl. Make the story exciting and also sad. Also, incorporate how much this win meant to Z-Bot, a YouTube guy for the Buffalo Fanatics, whose voice sounds like he chain-smokes Marbreds. Describe in detail the entire playoffs leading up to the Super Bowl, and then describe the Super Bowl game itself in detail. Also, give me an MVP of the game. Then tell me what happens to the city of Buffalo during the Super Bowl parade. All right. Anything else? You had anything else? Last call. Hold on. <laughs> you guys are killing me, man. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to. I'm trying to like handcraft my wildest dreams here. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, I got it. Wait. No, you know what? We don't need all that shit. We we just we just gotta we gotta we gotta run it raw here. We gotta run it. Okay, let's let it rip. <laughs> let's let it rip. Here we go. Here it is. Oh, it's taking its time thinking about this one right now. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So now I don't know if you guys have been doing this. <laughs> I just I've been trying to not read it as it pops up. Cause I like I like to just I want to I want it to all unfold. But I did see right off the bat 20. 26 according to the artificial intelligence 2026 it's our year baby 2026 is what they got us locked down for. oh my god it's still going by the way it's still going look at this thing it's still going hilarious 
You know what's crazy about this, by the way? If it, like, it, it, and this is really the first time I've ever really just used it for more than five minutes. This is free, and it's also like the first ever. Um, it's also like the first ever version of this. I can't even imagine, like, even a year from now, what this what this is going to be looking like. What this is going to be able to do. I mean, I can't even wrap my mind around it. I mean, some of the shit that this thing is said tonight is just hilarious. How how it's like how it knows it blows my freaking mind. All right, here, here it is. Here it is. Here is the script. This is the 2026 NFL script right here. That actually, it actually happens for us. It happens. This is how it all unfolds. This right here is how the Buffalo Bills win their first ever Super Bowl. Here we go. It was the year 2026, and the Buffalo Bills were finally headed to the Super Bowl after 27 long years. What? I think it's been a lot. No. That would be like, it would be like 30. Would it be? Wait. No. Whatever. I'm getting caught up on stupid shit. Whatever. Ignore that part. Let's start over. Damn it. This thing is as is, is smart as it is. It'll say like one or two really stupid things that throw me off. That is like completely inaccurate. All right. It was the year 2026 and the Buffalo Bills were finally heading back to the Super Bowl after forever. Zbot, a diehard Bills fan and YouTube creator. He couldn't believe it. He had been covering the Bills for over a decade and had seen many ups and downs. You ain't kidding, ChatGPT. You ain't kidding. Seen it all. But this season, something felt different. The Bills had clawed their way to the playoffs, winning their first two games on the road. Apparently, apparently the Eagles are now in the AFC. So apparently there was some sort of... um realignment within the league, which is great because just when you thought the AFC couldn't get tougher, let's put the Eagles in there. But it makes this Super Bowl that much sweeter, right? Because now we, there's no excuse. Uh, you can't even, you can't even, you can't. You can't say, oh, well, the real talent was in the NFC that year. Nope, nope, look at this, look at this. <laughs> oh, Eagles made the Super Bowl in 20, um, 2022. Now put it in the AFC. Make it even harder for the Bills. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. Because the Bills clawed their way to two playoff games. Now, this is the situation right here. Either either we had a realignment or the NFL just, they decided to do cross-divisional playoff games. Who knows? Either way, though, that doesn't matter. You're in the way of the Bills this year. You're getting bounced. Eagles, Bills, toast. Pack your bags. You're on your way home. Bills are moving on. And apparently, okay. Gets even worse because apparently the commanders now are in the AFC and apparently the commanders are good enough to make a championship game. So um, the NFL at this point in 2026 has completely, uh, it's lost all its integrity, I guess, at this point, which is sad because, of course, the year the Bills win it, it just seems like the entire league uh, it has completely flipped on its head. I don't even know what's going on at this point. But apparently... 
after beating the Eagles and the Bengals in the in the playoffs, so uh, I guess the Bills were in the wild card round as well. Not ideal. We didn't get the uh, the one seed this year. Apparently, um, they're they're playing the Commanders in the AFC Championship. So I'm guessing um, what what happened here uh, is that finally the Commanders were sold. Worst ownership in the league, right? They're finally sold. And I guess with, within that, within that deal, somehow two of the NFC East teams had to be moved to the AFC in this gigantic blockbuster multi-billion dollar deal. That's how I'm picturing this. Okay. That, that, that's how I'm picturing this because I'm trying to make this real in my mind because I want to, I want to, you know, I want to experience this. Right. And just because they're in the same uh, just because they're in the same division, that's how I'm looking at it. So Daniel Schneider, he finally sells the team, right? Get rid of him. Okay. Commanders, Commanders, Eagles, AFC. Okay. Bills beat them both. Bills square off against the newly owned Commanders in the AFC Championship. And that, the whole storyline the, the, that week is like, can you believe this? Like, can you believe this? what's going on right now? We had the Eagles and the Commanders go to the AFC in this insane, like, unbelievable offseason storyline that no one saw coming. It had to happen. They both make the playoffs. Somehow the Commanders make the AFC Championship. And then, of course, in the middle of all of this, you have the Buffalo Bills, who haven't been to a Super Bowl since the mid-'90s, who have never won one. They're squaring off against the Commanders in the AFC Championship. I mean, the storylines, they're just insane. They're nuts. I mean, nobody, nobody can shut up about it. It is like the craziest shit that's ever happened. Okay, that's what's happening right now. So going into the Commanders AFC Championship, I mean, the storylines, you wouldn't even believe it. Daniel Snyder, he shows up. He's all pissed that he sold the team because now they're good. Like the year he sells them, they go to the AFC and now they're in the championship game. He's at the game. He's trying to fight the new owner. They get in a fist fight in the box uh, at the Ralph, which I think at this point now, the Bills would have a new stadium by now, right? They, yeah, the new stadium would be in, so... Dan Snyder shows up and there's this huge fight and like, like all this crazy stuff's happening. And, um, and I don't even know. I mean, who's even the quarterback for the commanders at this point, for all we know, it could be like Mahomes could be there at this point. Like we have no idea, but all we know is the commanders, like they're the toast of the town right now. They're the toast of the town in the AFC. And, and so are the bills. And and here we go. They're, 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 they're dead on each other. And the other storyline is, Holy shit. You know, this is crazy. These two teams faced off in the Super Bowl. It should be impossible. It should quite literally be impossible for these two teams to face off in the AFC Championship. But here we are. Here we are. It's the first time this has ever happened and probably will ever not ever happen again. People are going nuts. They're losing. And, and, and us as fans, I mean, we can't even believe this. We can't even believe what's happening right now. Okay? So this is going down. Bills, Commanders, AFC Championship. Z-Bot's excitement was palpable as he filmed himself walking through the snow-covered streets of Buffalo, talking about how much this game meant to him in the city. That's what I just, I, basically, I just showed you what I was doing there. Whatever I just said there, I don't even remember. Something to do with Dan Snyder beating the shit out of the new owner, the commanders, which would be hilarious. Um, I was doing all that, walking through the streets of Buffalo, just ranting about my excitement, okay? So it's game time. Game time, the game is, the game is underway. AFC Championship, the Bills take an early lead but the commanders fought back and the game went into overtime. Oh my God. Just when you thought, just when you thought it couldn't get wilder. 
you imagine OT, OT AFC championship game at, in Buffalo? Holy shit. Dude, I would literally, I would be hospitalized. Hospitalized. I would probably die and come back to life numerous times. The Bills defense, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? Chad GPT is obsessed with the Bills D. I mean, in love with it. In love with the Bills D. This is like the sixth time in different scenarios where they have just fawned over the Bills D. The Bills D comes up huge. They get a stop. And then Josh Allen led the team down the field after that stop in overtime. With time running out, Allen finds wide receiver Stephon Diggs in the end zone. Game-winning touchdown. Zbot's reaction was priceless as he screamed and cried tears of joy. His Marlboro red hands. <laughs> no way. Zbot's reaction was priceless as he screamed and cried tears of joy. His Marlboro Reds shaking in his hand. Imagine that sight. I got a I got a pack of smokes in my hand for no reason. I'm in the Bills Stadium. I'm in the new stadium. OT against the Commanders in the AFC Championship. And for some reason, now all of a sudden, smoking cigs inside the new stadium. That's legal now. You can do that now. We're back to like the we're back to the mid 80s. You can just do whatever you want. And I'm just piping down Marb Reds during this OT. And I'm losing my mind to the point of like pure joy, excitement, and tears. And I'm I'm so I'm so emphatic about the win that I'm shaking in my in my pack of cigs in my hand are just, just absolutely like convulsing. I mean, this thing really knows how to paint a picture. That is hilarious. Okay. Super Bowl was set to be played in Las Vegas. Okay, so we got another Super So the Super Bowl this coming year is in Vegas. They're gonna run it back again in 2026. And this we are going through the A we are going through the NFC East gauntlet here. They were going through the NFC East gauntlet, or at least what was the NFC East. We have now beaten the Eagles, okay, the Commanders. Now we gotta face the Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl. I mean, we are on the revenge, we are on the early 90s Bills Dynasty revenge tour in 2026. I mean, are you seeing this? We are writing all the wrongs of the Jim Kelly era. Bills, Cowboys, Vegas, Super Bowl, 2026. Z-Bot and thousands of other fans made the trek out west. So I'm at the point in my life in 2026 where I can afford like a $15,000 football ticket. So that's really good to see. Although it seems as though I've picked up a cigarette habit. So I guess you can't win them all. But... It seems like I'm doing pretty well for myself at this point. Uh, Z-Bot, some other Bills fans, we're out to the bowl. We're there. We're in Vegas. And we're hoping to see our beloved team win its first ever chip. The game was a nail-biter. Of course it was. The game was a nail-biter. Start to finish. Both teams traded bows. And the score was tied 20-20 heading into the fourth quarter. That's when Allen and Diggs connected again for a touchdown. I mean, it seems like Allen and Diggs are just, they are on it. And it's good to see Diggs still grinding it out in 2026. Probably, you know, some sort of new contract there, I'm assuming, right? Extend him. Which is funny, by the way, because the Cowboys, there was, a, there was an article that came out like yesterday where apparently Stephon Diggs' brother, Trevon Diggs, uh, they, they, he might be accused of tampering because he was posting pictures and shit about trying to get Stefan Diggs 
to play with him in Dallas. And now they're talking about like potential tampering, like potential rule violations, which I guarantee you nothing happens, but it's a story. Um, but here we go. The Diggs brothers, they're facing off. And Diggs, I mean, he's having a hell of a postseason here, right? So Diggs, touchdown, takes the lead, 27-20. The Cowboys had a chance to tie the game. Trade A, trade A, trade A. He seals it for the boys. He seals it for the city of Buffalo. Tredavious White, he picks off Dak Prescott. Dunzo, ball game. Game is sealed. Lift up the Lombardi. Boys and girls, the Bills are champs. Tredavious White picks off Dak, locks it in. Locks it in. At this moment, we are just, we're crying. We're losing our mind. We're, I mean, we're, we're going, I don't even know. What are we doing? What are we doing? We're losing it. We are losing it. Imagine that picture you got in your mind right now. Dak, 27-20. He's, he, he's, you know, he, he's, he's trying, he's trying to lead the game winner, right? And, and you, as a Bills fan, you know, because you got that deep-rooted pessimism in you, right? You're just thinking, man, something's got to go wrong here because it always does. It always does, right? And Dak, back to pass, lets it rip. Holy shit. Oh, my God, Trey White. Trey White. Oh, they've done it. They've done it. Zbot was over the moon as he celebrated with other Bills fans in Vegas. And of course, the MVP was none other than Josh Allen. Holy shite. Allen had himself a ball game, folks. 325 yards through the air and three tutters. 17 went off. In the ball. M-E-P. The Super Bowl parade in Buffalo was unlike anything this city has ever seen. And I guarantee you, AI or not, that is 100% accurate. The streets were packed with people wearing Bills gear, shouting and cheering as the team made its way through. And guess who was there? Z-Bot. He was in the damn crowd and he was filming the whole thing for you folks, which are probably there with me. For those who aren't, I'm filming that live on the Buffalo Fanatics YouTube channel, of course, because we all need to live this. We all need it. We all need to experience this together on all sectors of the planet. And at the parade, as it's coming to an end, Z-Bot, he couldn't, couldn't help but feel a sense of sadness. Why am I sad? For Christ's sake, we've done it. We've done it. I mean, what, what what's it to be sad about? Oh, it's hitting me. I think it's hitting me. He had been through so many tough seasons as a Bills fan. And now that they had finally won it, he didn't know what to do next. Wow. That's deep. That is deep. I've never thought about it like that. I wouldn't know what to do next. What do you do next? I mean, that's it. That's the end game. Got to go and win it again, I guess. <laughs> I'll tell you what we got to do, Chat GPT. Fire it back up. We're winning it in 2027. There's nothing to be sad about. 
I'm standing there and I'm like, you know, I'm sad. Oh, you want to know what's because I got everything I wanted and I don't know if there's anything left. Then it's going to hit me. Boom. We're running it back. We're running it back. Repeat. 26-27 all-time dynasty here. Patriots who? Right? That's what's going to hit me. Right in the middle. Right in the middle of Chippewa. It's going to hit me and I'm going to say, yep. Sadness. Forget about it. We are peeling this baby back. I'll be right back in this damn parade. Same time. Same place. Next year. And that's when I realized it, because as you can see, at that moment, I was just happy to be there. I was just happy to be a member of the mafia. I was happy to be celebrating with my fellow Bills fans and savoring the sweet taste of victory. You know, except for the obvious, uh, the obvious plot holes, like the fact that all of a sudden the entire NFC East decided to go to the AFC, I'm a fan of the story. I'm a fan of the story. Um, it tried a little too hard, I think, to integrate me, uh, me into it. I think it did a decent job with it. I don't think it really knew what to do with the YouTube channel. Thought maybe I see. I thought it maybe it would just like reference it once, but I think you know, it kind of just runs with it. <laughs> and then Dave says, and then the alarm went off. Yeah, no shit, no kidding. Ah, that's funny. This this is wild though. This was wild. This is like super super fun. You guys, you you have got to go. Just if you took anything from tonight, I feel like when you're bored at work or something, when you're just like mindlessly browsing the internet or something, you got to go hop on this thing and just like I wonder what this thing would. I wonder what it would say if this uh, if I typed in this or I typed in that. Or and the thing is, what's crazy is like it, it's obviously fun stuff like this, but you can do so many like meaningful things too. That's wild. Like you can. You can have this thing, right? You like code and and do a crazy math and like it's nuts. But I'll tell you right now, what you saw tonight is what I will be using this for till the end of time, and it'll only get more advanced. I can't wait. I, here's what I can't wait for, right? I can't wait until I can type this stuff in, and instead of having to like read it aloud, we get like an automated, uh, augmented reality video, and we can like watch it. Wait a minute. No, wait. You know what? But then, but then, see, this is where we get into this dilemma where I was talking about earlier, where it's like, it's all going to be, it's all going to get so good that the real life's going to start to suck. And it's the problem with that is if I can watch, if I can literally watch the Bills win the Super Bowl in their real form in like 10 seconds by typing it in, then it's like shit. Like, you know, all right. I've been getting asked this by Jason all night. So before we, before we hop out, Jason wants to know. He wants to know one of the one of the one of, the, one of ma mankind's longest pondered questions. How do we understand? How do we fully understand as men? How do we fully understand women? How do we fully understand women? Jason wants to know. Jason wants to know. We've taken many angles tonight on the chat GPT, and we're going to end tonight with a little bit of dating advice, perhaps, for our friend Jason N. Who's politely asked now, and you can tell he's getting he's getting aggressive now because he's putting it in all caps. He 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 understands we're coming to a close here. He's got one last chance. I'm gonna give it to him. I'm gonna give it to him. Here we go. Jason wants to know how to understand women. 
Wow. Well, Jason, you just broke the, you, you just broke the thing. You, you just, you, you, I think it, I think it just had an aneurysm. I typed in, how do you, un how to understand women? And um, it says an error has occurred. The issue persists. Please contact us through our help center. Well, Jason, really, if you want to know how to understand women, you need to contact the help center at help.openai.com. Let's see if I, no, I mean, wait, Let's, let's try a new one. Maybe, maybe I've like used it too much. I don't know. Whoa. It's just like, not, it's not, it doesn't like that question, man. Let me see if I ask it something else. What day is today? Oh, it's hating me now. Weird. Probably sick of me. I've been putting this thing to the ringer all night. Oh, here we go. Now it's working. All right, Jason. All right, Jason. I really, I really want the bat for you here. I mean, I had to like refresh it a couple of times. It's, 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 you know what I mean? I mean, I had to put some put some grease in here. I mean, this thing, you know, it's not it's not it's not just the AI that can you know do all the work. Sometimes I got to move the the mouse and click a, click a couple of buttons to get things to work. Our jobs are safe. How to understand women. Here you go, Jason. Here you go. Here you go, bud. Oh wow, we're getting we're getting detailed here, Jason. All right. Number one, listen actively. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. I mean that's key in all that's key in all facets of life. You definitely want to be more of a listener. Or uh um the alternate, which whatever the hell that is. You always can tell when someone's listening and when they're not, you know, and you can tell when you can tell they're not listening, not good. Women, men, doesn't matter. You wanna you wanna be tapped in. You wanna give them the the attention, right? You gotta listen, you gotta be an active listener. Right? Respect boundaries, Jason. Listen actively. Respect boundaries. Avoid stereotypes. These are all good, these are all good codes to live by. Learn about gender issues. Okay. So basically they're telling you, you know, you gotta, we gotta understand the things that maybe we don't have to go through that they do. You gotta understand that. You gotta walk in their shoes, right? You gotta walk in their shoes. So essentially, you gotta you gotta understand what they go through and 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 learn to, you know, learn about it, right? Avoid stereotypes, respect boundaries, listen actively, communicate openly and honestly. Right there, that's the script for the new hitch. That's the script for the new hitch. That's what I'm saying about like, these movie ideas. By the way, it's like it's, that was a whole movie right there, wasn't that the movie Hitch with Will Smith and Kevin James? Where like Kevin James wants to know how to understand women, and Will Smith apparently is like the female guru, so he was essentially like Kevin James, ChatGPT, or something. Ugh, I don't know. I feel like we got to end with something other than that. But I, I I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think of one more thing that we could put in there. I want to end with something zesty, you know. I'm trying to think. Who's got a good one? Let's end with one more in the comments. Come on, somebody give me something. 
the floor is yours. We're gonna we're almost near two hours. We're gonna cap it off with one more something random. My brain's fried right now. I can't stop thinking of all the endless possibilities we just went through. Talking about, we, I mean, how many things did we go through tonight? We had Scott Norwood now on a 70-yarder to win it, right? Which created the all-time dynasty. We had Josh Allen with a season-ending injury this coming year. That was brutal. I can still can't believe that's what that came up with. We had Tom Brady's not going to the Patriots, and that pretty much altered all of all of human existence forever. We had the Bills beating the Commanders in the AFC Championship. Nobody saw that coming. Um, oh, apparently I'm the, like, leading, I'm, like, the most charitable guy in, in the city of Buffalo, and I'm just crushing YouTube. Crushing. Um... Oh, and um, Pat Holmes, the Cleveland Brown. All right, I like this one. Amicus. Let's, I'm interested to see what this one's got to say. When does the world end? A nice positive ending here. We're going to end the show with an uplifting question for ChatGPT. When does the world end? Floor is yours. As an AI, I love saying as an AI language model. I understand you're an AI language model. I mean, I get it. You know, I mean, I'm looking at you through a screen. As an AI language model, I should clarify that there is no scientific evidence or consensus to suggest that the world will end anytime soon. Well, that's good. Hopefully, it doesn't end before 2026. We got to win that ring. While there are certain natural disasters and events, such as asteroid impacts or super volcano eruptions, well, that took a dark turn. That could potentially threaten life on Earth. The likelihood of these events happening in the near future is very low. It's important to note that predictions of the end of the world have been made throughout history, but none of these predictions have come true. It's impossible to predict the future with certainty. And as humans, we should focus on taking care of our planet, preparing for possible disasters, and living our lives to the fullest and prepping for the 2026 Buffalo Bills Super Bowl parade, baby. Yes, sir. I love it. Oh, this was fun. Two hours in the books here on a Monday night on the Buffalo Fanatics YouTube channel. It's the offseason, folks. You know we get a little weird within the offseason. Oh, man, I miss football. Oh, God. I just realized, by the way, this past weekend was the first weekend without it. It's the worst. It's the worst. I mean, I watched the NBA All-Star game. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, man, is it September yet? Not quite. But, hey, we're two months away from the draft. We'll be getting into the draft throughout the offseason. You know we will. Not to not to the crazy ex- ex- extent, but, you know, we're going to get there eventually because we got some moves to be made on this team, damn it. Because if we want to win the Super Bowl in 2026, we got to put the pieces of the puzzle together. All right. Hey, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having fun. I had a blast with this. Hope you did too. We'll talk next week. We'll we'll do something else. Who the hell knows what I'll come up with, but I hope to have you there until then. Enjoy the rest of your week. And we're only, we're only three short years away from the chip, baby. Go bills. Swimsuit. Check. Sunscreen. Check. Phone charger. Check. 
Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.